Sounds familiar? Indeed, it's the sound of millions of entrepreneurs around the world breaking glass ceilings, bringing extraordinary value and incredible opportunities to their audiences and their communities. Welcome to the Startup Podcast. We support and encourage you to make your idea a reality. Join hosts Tamar B. and Aisha C. as we invite entrepreneurs to our family table each week to discuss small business challenges, goals, and opportunities. Our platform provides a safe space for intimate conversations, new voices, and unique perspectives. We encourage entrepreneurial collaborations that offer additional clarity on how our ideas amplify and connect us. Why should you listen to our podcast? Because our platform exists to facilitate exciting new entrepreneurial collaborations throughout our community. All right. Hey, world, I'm Tamar B, and I am the co-host of the Startup Podcast. Um, I'm also the co-founder and VP of TaylorMade by Pauline and the chief learning officer of um, another arm of our company, which is TaylorMade. I'm so happy to be here. Um, Over to you, Aisha. Hi, everyone. I'm Aisha, the founder of the Sustainable Stylist LLC. I'm a style coach for menswear and women's wear. And we help our clients just build amazing wardrobes that amplify and enhance their lifestyle. Awesome. And today with us, we have boss lady Valerie White Samuel, CEO and founder of All Borough Expediters. Um, So if you ever need your violations fixed or help managing construction projects, well, Valerie, let them, let her and her team um, save you time and money and they'll take care of everything for you. Valerie, how are you doing today? We're so glad to have you. Welcome, Valerie. I should also mention that um, her aptly named Boom Podcast provides tips, tools, and talent to help your business make sense. So check out her podcast, when you've got a moment, we'll um, share it on our Instagram and on our website. So if you, you want to check out our website to find the link there. That's amazing. I like um, what she does as far as, you know, um, helping people expedite their department of building permits. And I think that all of the you investors, entrepreneurs and real estate minded people would want to um, contact Valerie. Absolutely. For your upcoming projects and, advent- and ventures. And I'll be honest, um, if, you're, if you were like me and you heard the word expediter and had no idea what it meant and what they do and never heard of that career in your life, well, I was like that. Um, and, but Valerie does a, a, a phenomenal job kind of explaining um, you know, what she does and it makes you feel like, yeah, she can even help you even if you're not in the construction business. So 
um, I'm excited to hear her talk about her work and what inspired it. Yeah, me too. Because when I was working um, with a company and in the design and the design planning field and industry, a lot of the projects that they had took so much time when it came to their change orders and they had to get permits that expediters were definitely a part of their team. Hmm. Valerie, are you ready? Okay. Seems like we're having some technical issues. It's probably her internet connection. Hmm. Okay. So at least we have the foreground laid for Valerie. Yeah. And we can have her rejoin the podcast. Okay. You know, once she meets with a few of her clients, she probably had, you know, to take a call. Yep. You know, regarding expediting somebody's permit. Oh, she's back. Hi, Valerie. Okay. Welcome back. Can you can you hear us, Valerie? Hello. Oh, she's connected again. Yeah, I'm connected again. I'm just going to leave the phone right here. Can you all hear me and see me? We hear you. Yes. All good. I was loving everything. I was hearing okay. you. You just couldn't hear me. Yay. Oh, okay. Good. good I was good, hearing good. everything. And I apologize for like being driving while we're doing this, but we'll make oh, no. it good. Mm -hmm. It's okay. You're yeah. our guest. You can be doing whatever you want to do. You're the boss lady. We're just just happy. You know to have what? You on. I really love the way that sounds. But you know, I'm just <laughs> I'm just humbly appreciative. You know, and I'm just really glad. This is a great time in my life right now, where you know, COVID gave me some time to really sit still and really just like do a lot of the projects that I hadn't that that were in my heart. You know, that I wanted to do, but I just didn't have time to slow down because it was so much moving around. But now, you know, I, I mean, I'm just, you know, and I met you ladies through the COVID. I mean, it's just, it's just a great time, you know, and we're all trying to do things to continue to grow together. So that's important to me. Agreed. Awesome. Aisha, should we follow up with that question? Since, um, since Valerie took us there, you know, she's starting to talk about COVID. Should we ask her Absolutely. about the technology? Absolutely, tomorrow. All right. Um, so we're wondering, Valerie, you know, the technology, right? Um, what are you most excited about to use in your business and in the future? What what sorts of technology are you using right now? Well, I'm definitely using, um, you know, anything I could get my hands on. And I just went into a situation where I'm starting to do, I signed up for this week, the voice, it's called voice marketing. Because from what I'm understanding is that everything is moving into hello Siri, hello uh, Alexa. Like everybody is, is starting to like not want to dial or click. They're running to just talk. So I'm, I'm definitely moving into that. I signed up for a package. I'm about to be on all the platforms, mobile as well as um, you know Siri and Alexa, all of them, all the platforms, all the TVs, all in the cars. So if somebody calls and asks for like, they give you 10 different uh, key, keywords, sort of like a website. And if they ask for any of those keywords within 50 mile radius, you know, I will come up. I will at least be one of the people that's come up. So it's a new thing. They're marketing it. I jumped on right away because I'm really a trend follower. I like following trends and I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to people calling me and asking for all the different areas that I do and me calling and, and helping them, quite frankly. 
Awesome. You- and I know you're getting an episode on that. I can't wait. <laughs> Are you familiar with that? Have they been calling you too? Uh, no. Tell us what's the name of the tech. So is it just Siri and Alexa? What's is there? No, a name it's for a that group. Technology? It's a group. From my understanding, there's only two of them in the country. This hmm. is what I am understanding. Two in the country that are doing this. They have, you know, they have a, a marketing relationship with all of these technologies and new ca- and all the new cars that are coming are being linked to. I, I don't know how to express it, but being linked to voice activation and voice marketing. So when mm. you call up, I don't have Siri and I don't lose, use Alexa, but I know people do, particularly a lot of the millennials. They Everything is like, well, let me, you know, Siri, can you do this? Right. As opposed to saying, Siri, you know, find me a pizza parlor around the corner. They'll say, Siri, find me somebody that can get me a letter of no objection or find me somebody that can uh, help me with my certificate of occupancy or find somebody that can get me a permit. I will pop up. And I will pop up on all the forums. So I'm, you know, like I said, I'm really excited about that. And I signed up and it's a one-time fee. So I'm awesome. looking forward to that. It takes about three weeks to get all of them and get registered with all of them. But they 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 onboard me with all of these place these uh, places. So it's gonna mm. get more expensive, but I was able to get in like now. So I'm totally excited about that technology. And outside mm. of that, you know, outside of using the anchor that we're and uh, everything else that you know, you know, computers and all of that kind of stuff for processing payments. So ultimately, what I'm trying to do is totally go automated. I want everything to be automated. Even when you want to pull a permit, I want them to be able to pull the permit. It pops to me. I sit out a thank you letter, you know, and everything just gets done. But I'm not there yet. That's the process. Everything awesome. is a process. Awesome. And I know our listeners are probably wondering. We kind of jumped into technology. They're wondering who are you and what do you do? So let's kind of start from the top. Um, okay. Would you mind telling us, you know, where you got this inspiration, um, who influenced what you do and, and tell us a little bit about your brand? Yeah, well, uh, my uncle influenced me to become a expediter because I, you know, I've been a economic development professional like since the 80s. My father was the small business administration man of the year in Atlanta, which is where I'm from. And I went to work with him. He had a franchise uh, paint store. So I started doing a lot of good work in business, around the economic and business development arena. And then I got back to New York and I started doing some work with, you know, the, a lot of other uh, uh, organizations, let's say. And then I just decided that, you know, I started working part-time because I wanted to explore. I got married and to just fast forward, it got into a situation where um, they knew I was really good at research. They knew I was really good at what I did. So uh, my uncles called and asked me because they were like retired firefighters, handymen, and they were doing, we have an office or a store in Queens. And they started saying, look, we're, we're growing. We need some help. We need permits. Uh, we, we don't want to pick up a violations or, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So they said, we need some help. So we know that you're good at research. We know what you do. We need to get you licensed. And I got licensed as an expediter. And, and from there it started. That was in 2011. And ever since then, it just, you know, it kept growing. I mean, at one point, because of my background in, in doing loans and things of that nature for businesses and for residential, I was able to, you know, tell all of my colleagues in that arena that this is what I'm doing now. And they started sending me business. So I got started strictly doing violation removals. And that's how that branched off. Then it became attorneys were calling me. Then it became, you know, uh, homeowners and it, uh, underwriters and and then it became, is you know, I was like, okay, I need to go full-time with it. And I decided to go full-time with it. And, and now that's where I am. I'm full-time in since 2017. 
and it's it's growing. We're also a certified minority-owned woman business, and we do a lot of like different things, and we get a lot of different opportunities. I'm still very small, but by the same token, um, it's all about like real estate, helping people with code, with zoning, and that kind of thing. So, does that help? Does that explain a little bit more? Oh, absolutely. So, so two things. I know listeners are wondering, especially you're they're new to entrepreneurship a lot of our listeners. So can you explain a little bit what, um, what it means to be a minority owned women owned, um, certified business? Well, the good thing about that whole aspect is, uh, even though you got to prove that you are a minority or a woman, which is, is crazy to me, but you know what, that's where it's going right now. They want to, people who have federal state city contracts, they have utilization goals. And these utilization goals are for people that are so supposedly in disadvantaged arenas or classifications or demographics. So they require tracking. It's, so the tracking becomes, okay, how many people did you do that are, how many people did you, did you do business with that's uh, a minority? Black, Hispanic, Chinese, Asian, you know, whatever. How many did you do business with that's a veteran? How many did you do business with that's a disadvantage? And there are specifications for those folks who are disadvantaged. So that becomes the real issue. And with that, it comes what we call minority women business certification. And that certification requires, you know, you to go through a whole process of vetting proving who you are, proving that you're disadvantaged, but it also comes with a lot of opportunities and those opportunities will allow you to uh, get contracts set aside. So in instance, if somebody at Delta, like I got a call the other day from Delta, they want somebody to do X, Y, and Z, and they want to use a minority woman owned business. So I fit both buckets. I'm a minority, I'm a black woman, and um, you know, a woman. So they said, we got a 30% certification. I need you to do X, Y, and Z. And then we will, you know, do business with you. But they have a utilization goal. So that utilization goal requires them to do the contract with someone. I just so happen to be the person that they want to work, work with. Um, of course, it's not that easy. You have to compete. You know, it's not like they give you anything. Um, so that's pretty much what the minority and women business certification is in a nutshell does that help does that make sense oh app more than helps um and it it actually leads to the second point um or second question which is what are some of your challenges you know i might be listening to this and i'm like oh my god she is incredible i'm gonna stop trying to be a business owner because i'm never gonna be like valerie <laughs> right <laughs> so i mean for, for folks funny. who are listening to you right now and it may not it, it, it's not it's inspiring but inspiring to where they're like okay I'm gonna give up on my goals could you talk to about some of your your challenges and, and kind of how you overcame those well you know my challenges are maybe a little different from a lot of folks but I would just say you know you have to be persistent and you have to have hard skin and it's not easy to to be persistent and have hard skin but more importantly you have to be organized so my thing is I like to do a lot of different things and I but I like to do them well so I try to take on a project and move along but some of my challenges have been mainly as a small business is because I am a small business you have to have a lot of contacts I happen to know a lot of people and I've been in a lot of different buckets so that helps me but also I actually like sales like I, when I used to teach entrepreneurship at one point in my life when I was doing economic and business development work I used to teach people how to be an entrepreneur but I used to always start with the whole concept have you ever been in a sales position before have you ever sold anything can you sell me this pen that i got right here and i already got three in my pocket so i you know and because entrepreneurs entrepreneurs are salespeople first and then everything else follows so the biggest challenge is 
you know, really understanding that you have to step into yourself and find out if you are a salesperson. And you also need to know a lot of people. You know, and if you don't know a lot of people, you got to figure out how to go know a lot of people because you got to always stay on the hunt. So the biggest challenge for me as an entrepreneur has been just being in a situation as a small business owner, wanting to do the big projects, but, you know, having the resources, the financial backing. That's why they consider us minority or disadvantaged, because let's say you're not worth one hundred one point three million dollars. That's the threshold to be a minority. If you don't have total assets for one point three million dollars. You can't be considered in some of these categories. There are other categories that you can be considered in. But however, if that's not your situation, then, you know, that's a problem because having that type of resource, you know, you can buy your way into things. You can buy your way into contacts. You can buy your way into, you know, um, advertising. Money pays for a lot of resources. So that's important. And I had to work for it as opposed to pay for it. So when you can't really like you don't have the money to just go out and say, I'm going to do advertising on TV or on the uh, cable stations or just do, you know, flood the community with a lot of ads, then you have to work for it. And that's 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 been the biggest challenge. I've been building my firm the I guess you could say organically <laughs> because I had to work for it, even though I've been trained in this industry to help other folks start their businesses. So that's my challenge. But right now it's starting to you know grow and I feel great about it. I will have to say this. Working with the Verizon program that I learned about through Ying's group over at Queens Tech really helped me to, you know, gain even more exposure to the technology piece because I am a baby boomer. I'm pushing 60. But by the same token, I knew I had to step into it. And just speaking with Ying and her having the time for me and really encouraging me, that's how all of this really with the technology side, I started keeping a, a second ear open for that. And now I'm, I'm loving it. You know, it's getting a lot easier. <laughs> so I'll say that. Awesome. Does and shout out. To, oh, absolutely. And shout okay. out to Ying Zhu um, over at the tech incubator at Queens College. Yes, yeah. her team. Phenomenal team. Um, so you, you sort of got into this um, when you were talking about your challenges, but but the advice, the advice. Do you want to expand on anything you've said so far? I know you, you, you put up so much into that, you know, advising people to don't get discouraged, stay persistent. Don't worry if you can't afford to buy your way into things. Right. Anything else that you'd want want to tell an early start entrepreneur? Um, well, I would just tell them to follow their dream, never give up. I mean, and if people say no, keep knocking and take that whole word can't out your your vocabulary. And I always say, you know, it's like 26 letters in the alphabet. If if the, if, if the plan A doesn't work, you know, you got to keep moving until you get to Z because that's the creative piece about it. You have to be, you can't just, you can't just, you know, think I can't do it or this plan didn't work. And that's one thing I learned about business planning, you know, they're just checklists. Okay. You know, there's just a roadmap, but there's another way to get to California. If I got this, if this way is all, you know, closed off, you can get to California a lot of different ways. You know, you just got to know the different ways. So you have to think like that as an entrepreneur, you always have to be creative. You can never just say, no, I can't do it. You got to always think, how can I do it? How can I, I love... do it? How can I get it done? Not, the negative, but the positive. So I try to keep a positive mental attitude with everything that I do. I love that analogy. You've got um, take. You got to trademark it. The GPS, <laughs> the business <laughs> GPS, right? More than one ways to get to California. That's all yours. Uh, you need to trademark it. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so the last question before I turn it over to co-host Aisha is, um, what's on your vision board? 
you sound like mm -hmm. you're definitely a visionary, um, futuristic, you know, you're yeah. planning five years ahead. What's on it? What can we look out for? From oh my God. All... Just getting, just growing and getting bigger. I mean, you, but through technology, like I've seen, like what I used to do my work in like around 1988, that was like a year when I had got out of, out of I got out of undergrad in 87 and I went into work with uh, a economic development group in 88. And I learned, I had to do all the marketing and stuff there. And I learned that you don't have to have a whole, like a thousand employees, you know, to really be effective. Cause I used to always have to do the studies. And I just found that there was a lot of companies that had one and two on their staff and they were doing millions. And then there was others that had you know 15 and 20 and others that had 500 and they were doing less than the people with two. So, you know, I'm really going to use technology over the next 60 months to really grow my business. I, I don't want to have all of that extra if I don't need it, but I am into, you know, in creating jobs, but I don't know if it'll be that way, you know, cause I'm not trying to manage a thousand people. I, I like my space. Again, I'm a baby boomer. I'm darn near a senior citizen, but you know, that's, so that's really my plan to utilize technology to do the things that I really need to do. Does that make sense? Oh, it does. And I, I know this goes back to the tech incubator, something that Ying is always teaching us about um, exponential organizations. And that's exactly one of them, right? Outsourcing, like Absolutely. having your employees on demand. So I love that, that you're trying to think about kind of not scaling up employees, but scaling them down a little bit, right? And plus, yeah. it's expensive to have employees. You've got it. That takes on, you know, more a whole nother area. You got workers' comp. You got taxes. They want vacations. You know, you got to manage the the, the the behavior. I had the opportunity to work with some of the summer youth employment programs this year, and it was great for the summer. But there was a, I saw a lot of challenges with that. You know, with uh, people that are not really properly trained. You know, and, and having the time to have, take time out of your your schedule. Remember, your salespeople first as an entrepreneur, having to take time out of your schedule to train them or to try to motivate them. You know, it's a lot of extra there. And, and that's not just for the youth. That can be explained. You're mentoring the youth. But you got adults like that, too. I mean, they don't want to work. And some do want to work, you know. So you really have to know, uh, you know, how to manage people. And you got to really understand people. But you got to have time to uh, continually to do that. So I'm really going to try to scale up with, with the technology. I love it. Aisha, over to you. So, you know, um, Valerie, as I'm listening to you convey your journey, you know, from the earliest stages to now, what's resonating with me a lot is the fact that you're implementing systems, mm -hmm. you know, to scale your business yeah. and also processes. Because a lot of times we overlook the importance of the operational component yeah. of having a business especially when you're a startup because you don't know the different components that are involved as far as having a business. So I'm like very impressed on the, mm -hmm. over the fact that, you know, you have been implementing your processes and your systems from the beginning, even yes. though some of it have, may have been trial and error. However, as you've been growing and you've been seeing what works and what doesn't work, mm -hmm. you're still maintaining the fact that you do need these systems and these processes to streamline what you do mm -hmm. and also to just be very effective. You, you, you know, you enhance the efficacy of what you're doing by having systems and processes in place. And my son often reminds me of that fact because he's definitely a proponent of outsourcing. Mm -hmm. He will definitely tell you that you have to weigh like the course opportunities and yes. trying to do everything yourself because initially like I'm one of those 
early stage entrepreneurs that, you know, need to learn how to let go and how to outsource and not want to try to do everything myself. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. So it's a learning process. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. So it's a you, learning process. You have motivated me and have provided encouragement for me. And this is one of the reasons why we're starting up this podcast because it's a matter of entrepreneurs from new entrepreneurs to experienced entrepreneurs sharing information yes and resources and encouraging each other and building community i really love what you all are doing ladies i really think this is i know it's going to grow i know it because this is what we, this is where we are and this is what we need to do to help each other you know teamwork makes the dream work so um it's it's gonna blast anything I can do to help you. I, I certainly you can interview some of the people I've interviewed. They would love it. Trust me. <laughs> and also, I would I would like to, in the name of you know, what our mission is in terms of building community and connecting to one another. I would like to also pass your information along to my son because he's into technology and he, okay, like he's doing investor invest. He's an investor a real estate investor and uh-huh. credit repair. So I can see the synergy. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Definitely. And it's Please not do. just in New York. Like he has partners that are in Houston and that mm-hmm. are in Atlanta. And I don't know if you're on Clubhouse, but he moderates rooms on Clubhouse. Clubhouse. So I am connected with them. I just hadn't had the time to like sit in there and go through the Clubhouse, but it's a great forum. Exactly. It's a great forum. Well, yeah. You mm-hmm. don't have to go into it because I want to connect you with him so you okay. and I can communicate without the noise. That's one of the things that I found about, you know, Clubhouse. I love it as a great forum, but sometimes it takes time, you know, because of all those rooms and it's just a lot. It's well, a lot there. It's, it's a lot there. I don't have that kind of time. <laughs> but exactly. it, it is a lot. Yeah, that's true. But <laughs> if we could use our platform as a conduit to connect people with people and create a synergy then that's what we're here for i love it thank you so much i just can't thank you all enough welcome valerie thank you for joining us and on that note i'm going to turn it back over tomorrow with our lightning round question oh wow (laughs) all right so these are real quick valerie like literally i don't need you thinking too hard about them just like whatever comes to mind right away okay ready yeah gotcha i'm ready So what brand or person would you like as a strategic partner? Oh, my God. Lori from Shark Tank. Okay. Wow. Good one, Valerie. Yeah, she likes, she does in products. I like products. What book would you recommend for startup entrepreneurs? The Power Broker by um, that commissioner. I can't think of his name. Richard, uh, Robert, what's the commissioner? I can't think of his name right now. But it's The Power Broker or The Wealth Choice by uh i can't think of their names right now but yeah those two books awesome and where would you like to travel for business this year or next year well this year i would like to stay right here in new york because they got tons of violations they're writing (laughs) so (laughs) i'm very happy and of course you know i would love to do uh more stuff like in baltimore because they're rebuilding that city and detroit and uh, there's a lot of stuff going on there that i can see for expediting and what about for travel for pleasure? Where, where would you like to go for pleasure? Oh, my God. Or what's your favorite travel for pleasure? Well, I just came from Belize last week or the week before, and that was really nice. Very pleasant, very quiet. But I, I'm trying to get back to Hawaii, and I definitely got to get back over there to uh, Africa. Awesome. And tell us, how does Miss Valerie Samuel relax? 
Oh my God. Pretty much just, I like quiet time. I like a lot of quiet time and I don't have a lot of time to relax other than when I, you know, tuck it at night because I have a young son and we're always at basketball and things like that. So going to those games and it just is, it's relaxing because I get to scream and shout and you know, all that kind of <laughs> stuff. And when I have time, I go to the gym and I got to do that more, much more. All right. Drum roll. <laughs> This is the uh, this is the question that you're waiting for right here. Okay, mm-hmm. so if you received a grant like right now today, checks in your hand for one million dollars, how would you apply it to your business? I would totally go technology. I would t- I would I would um what do you call it? Automate everything. I would automate everything. Totally. Okay. Awesome. I would automate my entire office, my operations, my op- everything would be automated. I, I think right. that that's a great answer, Valerie, because with that, the empowerment follows. Like, yeah. you can work remotely. Yeah. You can I would do the- that because if, if a phone call comes in and I take the call, I like talking. So if I take a call and then I, you know, it would, when I'm talking, it would be writing. And then it would put it in my folder for the client and everything would be filed and as I need it. Because, you know, like everything would be just automated and I wouldn't have to do anything other than talk and, and, and work on the client's file. And travel. <laughs> and travel. Travel to Belize. Because <laughs> right yeah, now I have to do everything. You know, you wear every hat. You have to do the administrative. You know, you, I outsource stuff too. But there's a lot of stuff you have to do. But you know that, Tamar, because you, you're working with the Queens Incubator, right? As well. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You yep, know, there's yep, a lot yep. of stuff you outsource. I got a couple of teams over there. So yeah. it's, a, you know, it's a great thing. Yep. Agreed. Thanks, Valerie. Thanks Thank so you, much. Ladies. Thank you. Right. Thank you so much. Can't wait to chat again. Okay, have a great day. Likewise, and we'll include we'll include um, post podcast some of the um, links to the people that we were saying that you'd have great synergy with Val. Oh, I, perfect! Thank you so much. Have and, a great oh, weekend, Val, ladies. One last oh, thing oh, sure. before you drop off, um, uh-huh. tell us where to find you. Where are you? Give us all your handles. Yeah, yeah. Well, the ones I can remember is allboroughexpediter.com. All okay. borough expediter. That's a l l b o r o dot com. Excellent. And I know when you get on that website, guys, you'll see everything: Twitter, Facebook. So you can just click yeah, directly yeah. from the site. And that's all thanks right. to Queens, um, the Queens Incubator. They helped me Shout set out, all please. of that up. Thank you all so right. much, ladies. Bye bye. Enjoy, you. Enjoy your weekend. Bye bye. I will. Valerie. Okay. Thanks. Bye. All right. Bye bye. If you enjoy our podcast, please subscribe share, and leave us a review. We would also like to hear from you. So send us messages on topics that resonate with your journey, topics around your challenges, and also solutions that you have uncovered for those challenges.